BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. All right, third hour of Clay and Buck gets going right now, and we had some uh, breaking news to talk to you about here. Last, well, kind of from yesterday, I suppose, but breaking and that we haven't talked about it here on the show. Uh, and that is that uh, Speaker Johnson has gotten a top-line spending deal, so there will not be a government shutdown. As of last week, there was discussion that on the border issue, which we are about to dive into, there's so much uh, distance between the two sides that perhaps there would be a partial government shutdown. I don't really want to get too deep into the Speaker of the House conversation, because I know there are going to be people that feel very invested that Mike Johnson is great, and there are some people maybe that are having second thoughts. I would just point out that uh, we here on this show told you a lot of the speaker stuff that has gone on in the Republican Party in the last year uh, has been much more about the personalities involved than changes in policy. And that's evidenced by the fact that there have been no changes in policy and that the same outcomes happen when we have McCarthy in, we got Johnson in. Um, now maybe that will change, but so far it hasn't changed. So I think that sometimes we get a little caught up in that and was like, well, this guy's a rhino and that guy's not. Well, just wait till that guy becomes leadership in the house and maybe people will be feeling a little differently. I, I don't want to get into the speaker thing though right now, Clay, because I, I think it's more important to focus on, um, although maybe we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll certainly come back to it later in the week, I, I believe. Um, the border crisis as it stands right now, we've got, I'm trying, I'm going from memory. I think Clay, uh, when you were out, uh, they had the numbers. It was basically 700,000, um, in uh, stretching back for, uh, to September. I think it was seven or 800,000. I mean, you're at a point now where there's over 10,000 migrants a day coming into the U S. Um, I agree with people that don't like the term migrant. Uh, and this has been a very deliberate. Uh, deliberate decision. You know, we can't say illegal alien anymore. We can't say illegal immigrant. We weren't going to say undocumented, so now they've settled on migrant. The problem is they are in a process. 
They're in a process. And until that changes, nothing else changes. Here's Nancy Pelosi, uh, Clay, saying that the way to solve this is to honor our asylum responsibilities. Cut one. So we have to handle this with care. We must secure our border. That's for sure. There's no question about that. But we also must honor our responsibilities in terms of asylum and the rest. And the president has that in his proposal. And what they say is, oh, it won't make a difference. No, it will make a difference. Let's get the job done. Let's do it soon. Now, she's lying. I mean, it won't make a difference if you believe that we want to stop people from illegally coming into the country. This is where it gets very complicated, Clay. People agree. I talked about that CBS poll. The border, 75% basically say it's a crisis. But then we get into who do they blame for the crisis? What do they think should be done about the crisis? Biden's president, so there's some blame for him there. The fundamental problem here is that what Democrats want to do is have a more orderly invasion of illegality whereas there are at least some Republicans who want the illegals to stop coming into the country. Yeah, and look, what they're going to do, I this is my prediction, I think they're going to try to muddy the waters here because of all the issues that are out there right now, Biden is weakest on the border. And even traditional Democrat voters and even Democrat supporters of Biden, the mayors of New York City, Chicago, uh, I saw where the mayor of Denver now is, uh, has got too many, uh, uh, migrants there. They just can't handle it. And, and I do think we need to give credit to Texas Governor Greg Abbott. His decision to begin busing all of these illegals to the places where they want to go. Remember, New York City is a sanctuary city. Washington DC, sanctuary city. Chicago, Boston, all of these different cities, Denver, that are now being flooded with illegal immigrants. All of them supposedly wanted to have open borders and they wanted to be places of refuge for all of these people illegally coming into the country until suddenly they had to be responsible for it themselves. And Greg Abbott's game plan here, and I think it was brilliant, I think it's been brilliantly executed, is it's easy to pretend there isn't a crisis if you aren't on the border yourself. All of you listening to us right now in Texas and in Arizona, if you're anywhere near the border, you are constantly overrun. This is a never-ending crisis for you. But for many parts of the country, you can just pretend this isn't happening because it isn't crisis level in your community. And what Greg Abbott did was he said, okay, I'm going to give you a small picture of what we deal with in Texas on a daily basis. Remember, Buck, This is only a pinprick of the number of people that are coming illegally that are being put on buses and going to New York City, Chicago, Denver, these other cities, and it's breaking their ability in those cities to even handle this at all. It's not like a a million people are getting on these buses. What was the number this year? Over 3 million illegals, I think, came in 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 2023, and all it takes is fifty or 60,000 to break New York City. And this is what is going on now. I give credit to Greg Abbott. It has completely altered the dynamics and the discussion surrounding this. But what I think they're going to do, and I'm curious if you would sign on with this as well, is one, they're going to say, well, we're making offers and Republicans won't actually sign on to the fixes that we want. So they're actually to blame, right? Blame shifting is going to be number one. Number two is, and I'm curious whether this is going to end up happening, 
they're going to try to get something passed that Joe Biden can sign and say, oh, I've solved the issue at the border now to try to get this blame off of his plate. Those are the two things that I think are going to happen. Republicans are to blame, which maybe some people will buy into. I don't think very many, but they'll try it. And two, they'll try some bill that doesn't actually address this at all. Because remember, they want this. This is the this is the issue that they have in general. Well, they want open borders effectively. This is why the this is why the language that's used is so important. When they say secure the border, I mean think think of America like it's a party. And Border Patrol is uh the they're the bouncers to the party. And you know, there's fire code that can't let too many people in. Republicans, or at least the ones who are serious about this issue, Trump, uh, DeSantis, and others as well who are running for president, Republicans are saying, hey, there are too many people inside. People are sneaking in without paying. We need to stop this. Democrats are saying, we just need more bouncers to let more people in who haven't paid. That's what's going on. So when they say, oh, we want to send more security to the party, what they mean is we want to make it easier. They want to streamline the illegal entries into the country. They want to make sure that they're uh, you know, able to be sort of entered into the system. And understand, when Nancy Pelosi says we have a we have responsibilities in terms of asylum, part of that responsibility is if you don't get asylum, under law, you are supposed to be deported. You're supposed to be sent home to the country. Because asylum is the same thing as refugee status. It's just asylum is when you're already in the country, right? So it used to be if you were sailing past, you know, New York Harbor and you're supposed to go somewhere else, you said, no, I need asylum. You jump off. You're like, I need, I, I need asylum here in America. If you're a refugee, it means you're applying to do the same kind of process, but from another country, right? The issue now is you never get sent away. So it's just a giant open door to come into America and skip the whole immigration line. I mean, the whole thing is a scam. Not only that, your first appearance now in front of a judge to consider your asylum claim, I'm sure you saw this, Buck. I think I saw this while I was in Australia. Some of these guys are getting, after 2030, appearance notices now. Think about how wild that is. Seven years of living in the United States well, we before know you even have to appear before a judge? There's no chance that they're not going to say, they've been in the community for seven years. It's heartless and cruel for us to oh, not let course. them stay. So the whole thing, and probably they might, might have had a kid by then, depending kids. on how old we're talking yes. about. The, the whole thing is falling apart, but it's not falling apart because, Oh, we don't have laws to address this. It's not falling apart because there's some grand bargain that could be struck that would make everything better. It's the refusal of our political elites, Democrats across the board, but even some Republicans get in on this one too. Even some of the donor class Republicans are, they're big fans of the cheap labor. Let's be honest. They don't want it to stop fundamentally. And everything else that people are hearing, this is to your point about how they're going to blame the Republicans. Everything else is just a lie. It's just a distraction. Yeah, and I think you crystallized this early last year, and I've heard other people pick up on it. Democrats are far more concerned about the Ukrainian border than they are the United States border. And that is a really compelling distillation of two distinct issues that it's very hard to argue against. I think that cuts through the noise. When you hear Joe Biden talking about how we need to spend $100 billion to protect Ukraine's border, how much money, this is a good question, 
How much money do you think it would take to actually shut down our southern border and not allow anybody else in? I feel like a hundred billion dollars probably would do it. Oh, a lot less. Uh, a lot yeah, less. But, the, but the I biggest... mean, a hundred billion for sure. And if you ask the American public right now, would you rather give a hundred billion to, to, to secure the border of Ukraine to the best of their ability or a hundred billion to the United States to secure our southern border? That's a 70-30 issue, I think, in terms of American voters, at least maybe 75-25, maybe even 80-20. I think that people are recognizing the scam here. They're starting to understand um, the way that this works and what the uh, what the real end state goal from the Democrats is, which is the continuation of this. And I, I always want to say, I mean, right now, Clay, People across the country, I mean, let's just sort of bring this home for a second. I mean, all immigration stuff is, is here at home, but for, for people listening, um, they can afford half the house they could three years ago. That's just a fact by based on mortgage rates. Yes. They're paying more for food, gas, and lodging. I mean, the inflation number, CPI is a joke, everybody. We know that, right? Because CPI measures the increase in the cost, except for food and energy. Well, for most people, what are the things, you know, gassing your car and, and food, you know, on, on the dinner table? Those are the things that you have to deal with the most frequently and hurt your budget the most, right? Because that's money you have to spend. It's not really discretionary. So all that's going on. And you got, uh, higher and higher defaults on car loans, people running up more and more credit card debt. They can't afford what they were. And when I say used to, I'm not talking about, oh, 50 years ago, three years ago. Can't afford what they could three years ago in terms of a house to live in. And there are going to be 8 million illegals in the country this year getting free housing, free medical care, free everything, courtesy of the taxpayer. I mean, if it's not a problem, why is New York City screaming about this and saying we can't handle this anymore? People are seeing it and understanding it in a way that they hadn't before, that the lawlessness has costs, economic costs, social costs. It's real to them. And not only that, Buck, as we go to break here, think about this. They're also... Note what New York City and Chicago's of the world are saying. They're demanding a federal bailout. They want you and me and every single person out there paying taxes to actually pay for their open sanctuary city status. They want you, who lives nowhere near New York City or Chicago, to bear the cost that they are bearing as a federal taxpayer. That's what they're demanding right now from Joe Biden and everyone else. And they'll push for amnesty as soon as they have a Democrat safely ensconced in Ford. Biden, Harris, Newsom, I don't, I don't even care who it is. If a Democrat is president in 2025, you will start to hear the, guys, the only way to solve this is amnesty. And for those who are going to say, oh, but they might not have the House and the Senate, they might not have the, uh, you know, the votes necessary, uh, they'll try it with an executive order of some kind. They'll try to just abuse the law and make it uh, something that's already finished before anyone can do anything about it. No doubt. If you're into listening to great podcasts, we've got a recommendation for you. It's all about our country's spirit and the inspiring stories found in virtually every community. Podcast called Our American Stories. You can find it on the free iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Our American Stories tells the stories of the men and women who built this country and continue to. Every day you'll discover three or four stories that will inspire and entertain you. How the Constitution came to be, for instance. Or... Even more uh, in, uh, potentially uh, divergent here, how about how was NASCAR founded? 
just a sport that has its roots in bootlegging. These are just really cool stories that you will be entertained by. How about the story of Abraham Lincoln's last day uh, when he was assassinated at Ford's Theater? What actually happened there? How about Henry Ford helping to invent the modern world with his factories and the car that he was building? Our American stories tell stories of ordinary Americans who do good and heroic things every day. And you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcast. It's addictive, just like our show is. You won't stop listening. Check out Our American Stories. That's Our American Stories. Keeping it real. Keeping it honest. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show appreciate all of you hanging out with us we are rolling through the third hour of the program monday edition appreciate you guys go download the podcast make sure you don't miss a moment we mentioned earlier in the program that joe biden is speaking uh in charleston site of the 2015 mass shooting that led inside of a black church uh speaking to some of the challenges that biden is facing in his coalition his speech inside of that black church was interrupted by pro-Palestinian protesters who also, by the way, Buck, and I'm sure many of our New York City listeners unfortunately experienced this, shut down many of the roadways in New York City this morning for people trying to come into work. Uh, but this is what it sounded like as pro-Palestinian protesters interrupted that Biden speech. Listen. You really care about the lives lost here. You should honor the lives lost. That's all right. 
understand their I understand their passion and I've been quietly working I've been quietly working with the Israeli government to get them to reduce this to me and there's Biden kind of answering to that but Buck this to me is what is one of the big challenges that Biden faces is the left has actually connected the experience that they believe black people face in America with the fact that Palestinians, who they see as brown, are also being, in their opinion, overrun by white Jewish Israelis. And that distillation there, he can't even disconnect them because he's trying to speak about this thing that happened nine years ago and the thing that's going on right now directly confronts him. Yes, and just also the the fact that there's there's the, the first impulse isn't to say how disrespectful it really is to show up in that church, yes. given the subject matter, and start uh, whining about Palestinians. I mean, it, it's it's pretty insane. But these people are insane. I mean, this is why. What do they think blocking traffic in New York City is going to do? They're blocking traffic by other Democrats. Like, they're blocking people that agree with them, probably, politically, from getting to work. It's not changing any minds. First thing that happened, Buck, when I was traveling for the holidays, we landed at LAX. There were Palestinian protesters trying to shut down the airport pathways there. It took forever to get out. It's happening to people all over the country. They're almost as annoying as people who glue themselves to the paintings. If you're concerned about the future of the U.S. dollar, your instincts are right on. Former Wall Street insider Tika Tawari agrees with you. So much so, he's released a detailed online video exposing some concerns within our government. He believes what he's discovered could actually trigger real turmoil for our dollar. He's exposing all the details in this video and showing you the three steps you need to take to prepare. Go to MoveYourCashNow.com to watch the video that some of the government don't want you to see. Look, Tika really believes that this is something you need to be prepared for. He's going to line out in this line up in this video steps that you need to take to prepare. So go watch it for yourself. Do your own homework. Make your own decisions. But you got to see what Tika's telling you. MoveYourCashNow.com. That's MoveYourCashNow.com. Paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. We got lines lit. We got email boxes filling up. I guess not totally full because you know storage. But uh, 800-282-2882 on the phone lines. You want to chat with us? Let's go, because we haven't taken a call yet today. Glenn and I are so fired up about everything. We want to hear from you. We have Kyle in Kentucky. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, guys. Love the show. Thank My you. My wife travels um, for the past couple of years, three weeks a month, to Southern California. And she's finding that she's having to use her, I'd say, elite status with some of the hotel chains because of her frequent staying to get rooms because they're all booked up with illegals with vouchers. I Look, I, I saw the number, Buck, I was reading. I is, is it over 40 hotels in New York City that they are putting illegals in right now? I think that was the number that I was either 30 or 40, and either one of those numbers was staggering to me, that they would take over that number of hotels. If you have ever traveled to New York City before, you know how expensive hotels are. To be thinking that you could be in South America and you would come to the United States and they would put you in a free hotel room and feed you, tell me how you wouldn't believe that this is the land of milk and honey. A lot of you out there couldn't afford a hotel room 
if you had to pay for it yourself over Christmas season because it's so expensive, to think that that's happening all over the country is crazy. And, and I saw, Buck, that California now will pay for illegal immigrant sex change operations. Sex change operations. Did you see this? Yes. Yes, I like that you use the old school term too, because now we're supposed to say it's gender affirmation surgery. Oh yeah, sex That's change. That's what they like to say, sex yeah. change operation. Um, which, uh, but even sex change operation in a sense is a misnomer because you can't actually change your sex. It does not work. They cannot do this. It's not like they can put all the lady parts on you and then you're a woman who can actually have babies and all that. Although, you know, they are trying to work more and more into, uh, that range of things, which is, you know, we're getting really, Getting really deep, uh, down the, down the rabbit hole, so to speak. We have, uh, Jody in Utah with a question about illegals. What's up, Jody? Hey, not much. Uh, good to talk to you guys. Hey, um, so I know Joe Biden can pardon his son if he gets prosecuted before the end of, uh, his term or before he's Correct. out of office. And, and he will, by the way, but yes. And I believe that a hundred percent, you know. Crooks get away with everything. So anyway, but what I'm curious about is the illegal situation. Can he? I know he can pardon people. Can he give every immigrant illegal, whatever you want to call them, this cross the border amnesty that's on his it. way out? That's actually a fascinating legal question. I would, mm-hmm. uh, I would think. I mean, I don't think he could give them amnesty. Uh, well, he, he would. It depends he, on what you define go, amnesty as, right? It, it, it would go into the courts because it would be seen as a, you know, to do something like that is a usurpation of the legislative prerogative of Congress to set laws. Um, but then again, when people are pardoned, they violate laws that Congress has set. So it really comes into whether the courts would view that as a nullification and effectively a, a separation of powers issue. Um, I, but this is what I mean. They will do... People didn't realize, Clay, it was very clever what the Obama administration did. I mean, it almost worked. They said, it's, remember, it was all about dreamers. You notice you don't even hear about dreamers anymore. But it was about dreamers because as soon as they got that going, they were going to expand the definition of a dreamer to be as, you know, it was going to be like, they said it was going to initially a million people or 800,000. They're going to expand it to three or four or five million. And then they're going to expand it to the parents, DAPA. People don't even remember this. Deferred action for the parents of arrivals, D-A-P-A. They were going to do with just a, oh, it's just for dreamers, 8 to 10 million person legalization with Republicans going, yeah, that seems like a good deal. And remember again on top of this what's important. Even if the court strikes this down, and we saw the court strike down Vaccine mandates. We saw the sh- uh, the court strike down the eviction moratoriums. We saw the court strike down uh, the uh, erasure of student debt. What do they then do? And I think this will be the result when we see the court strike down what Colorado and Maine have done to try to take uh, Donald Trump off the ballot. They say, oh, this is an illegitimate court. That's why we need to expand and pack the court with more justices. So they're setting a recipe to allow them to win no matter what happens. If the court supports their action, then they get the result they wanted. If the court strikes down their action, then it's only because of all the Trump-appointed justices, and this is why we need new judges to expand the Supreme Court. Also, though, it it brings me back to uh, Socrates and the Republic, which I guess is by Plato, or rather, 
as Bill and Ted in their excellent adventure called him, Socrates. Is a law really a law <laughs> if the law is not enforced at all? Right? I mean, what, at, at what point do we recognize that, uh, it's just absurd that the immigration laws that we have are ignored the way that they are? And meanwhile, on the other side of things, you know, try telling the IRS, try, try telling somebody about tax law, which is immensely complicated and I would argue very corrupt in many ways, um, that the law isn't the law. Or rather, the law is open to interpretation. Uh, good luck with that one. Mike in Hilton Head, South Carolina. What have you got for us, Mike? Yes, hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I don't know if a lot of folks around the country know that South Carolina has separated the Democratic and Republican primary, uh, the primary uh, votes. They moved the Democrats moved theirs up to February the 3rd, and the Republicans aren't until three weeks later. So... If they want to run Operation Chaos, as the Democrats want to, you know, not vote in their primary, they can move their votes to the Republican primary because we're not a, you don't have to declare in South Carolina. You can only vote in one primary, but right, what but you're saying, saying, saying is if you the sit out yeah. February 3rd, you could show up on February the 25th or whatever the date was when this is taking place. Yeah, look, I mean, the reason Democrats shifted their date in South Carolina is because they have decided that Iowa and New Hampshire have too many white, this is true, have too many white voters, and as a result, they want to allow New Hampshire, I mean, sorry, South Carolina to weigh in before New Hampshire does. And Joe Biden certainly has nothing uh, in favor of Iowa and New Hampshire, which have overwhelmingly rejected all of his presidential candidacies. And it's the reason he's president now is because James Clyburn said South Carolina, Biden's the choice, go out and vote for him. You know, and, and the mention of Operation Chaos there is interesting, of course, but I would just say who d- Democrats right now are sure they want what outcome in South Carolina? You know, you, you know, depending on who you ask, they would want Trump to win, but other people would say, no, they actually would want Haley to I mean, you know, so. You know, if there was a candidate, if there was a candidate that was so clearly viable but weak against Biden, maybe. But I'm not so sure that Democrats think that they uh, that, that they know who they would want to go up against right now. So that would be a tough one. Yeah, you know, I'm talking I about the average that, voter, not like oh, Democrat yeah. strategists. Yeah, I think the challenge for Democrats is there was a lot of talk. We're one week out from Iowa about electability last year. Have you heard very much talk about electability on the Republican side? I think Biden is so much weaker than anybody anticipated even a year ago that there's a lot of people out there that believe any Republican can beat Biden. I I just tell you, Clay, this is now what I'm dealing with in my life. Somehow it's like I've become, I'm almost like running a comm shop here for the Biden will be the nominee uh, because, uh, I get people in my life that are there. Anytime there's a whisper about someone other than Biden, might be the, you know, might be the Democrat nominee. I get all these text messages, like friends of mine from high school, people I know in New York. They're like, see, buddy, see, I sit here. I'm like, am, am I, am I really the only one that they know that thinks that Biden's going to end up being the nominee? I mean, maybe. I just, I look at it and I think what they're waiting for is they're hoping that they get a glimmer of hope. It's like if you're playing in a football game, we got the national championship game between Michigan and, and Washington. If one team comes out and gets up 21 nothing. 
your team then comes back and scores a touchdown and gets a stop, and you're like, okay, we can still make a game of this. Democrats are waiting for the polls to start to show, okay, we can make a game of this. The problem that I think they have, and this is, goes with the Paul Begala clip that you played earlier where he just said attack seven times. The problem is Biden can't stand on what he's done. And I think Trump, it's hard to stand on December 6th now that you're trying to put him, or no, January 6th, now that you're trying to put him in prison for the rest of his life. And it's hard to stand on abortion because Trump is not really seen as a stalwart on the abortion front in the way that others would be. And so they're left trying to figure out how do we get Biden across the finish line, and it ain't going to be easy. I really don't think it is. Um, but I want to tell you all about Pure Talk and how much money they can save you as you start off 2024. Maybe your family resolution was, hey, we got to spend a lot less money because everything costs way more. Uh, I certainly understand that. Maybe you're looking at your cell phone bill and saying, man, how are we paying for this much? You know, you can pay a lot less. Instead of paying Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile as much as $80, you could switch to Pure Talk. Unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network from Pure Talk. They make it easy to switch your service with a great customer service team. And this is how the average size family can save almost $1,000 a year. You can switch to a wireless company that shares your values, a company choosing to advertise in programs like this one, Pure Talk, veteran-owned, and they serve veterans. Just dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team waiting by the phones to serve you. Again, all you have to do is dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck, and you get connected right now. Again, pound 250, say Clay and Buck, start off the new year saving on wireless with a company you can be proud of, Pure Talk. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Stay current with what Clay and Buck are saying on TV. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash year 15 for promotional details. 
Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. A lot of you weighing in on email, as you always do. Uh, I wanted to respond and let Buck respond as well to see if he agrees with me. Mark, uh, VIP, wrote in, DeSantis has never said he would not be Trump's VP. He has danced around it by saying he is more of a number one guy. I've said this many times. JFK took LBG, LBJ on and they hated each other. No, DeSantis has said directly that he would not be Trump's vice president. Uh, he has said that to me, I think, in an interview. I think he said it on this show with us. I, I think DeSantis has been pretty clear. I do not see any way he's Trump's vice president. Do you agree with that, Buck? Would you be stunned beyond belief? Leaving aside potentially the constitutional issues of having two guys who are residents of the same state. Um, I think it is more likely that you or I would be Trump's VP than Ron DeSantis <laughs> would be Trump's VP. That's how certain I am that Ron will not be Trump's VP. Now, the flip side is we think Nikki Haley would take the VP in a heartbeat, right? You agree no, with me that... No question. Think of the speaking fees afterwards, man. The book should get a book deal, probably five, five to ten million advance, have someone else write it for her. Making 250k a pop on those speeches, the board seats that would be hers after a VP stint. Oh man, be amazing. So we think Nikki would take VP, Nikki Haley. We think Vivek would take VP. I think that's fair. I understand he has said, and sometimes look, I understand the, the skepticism from Mark here. A lot of candidates who end up being the vice president say they would not have been the vice president. Tim Scott, I think we've said yeah. this from the get-go, would be vice president, right? He would take yeah. it. He's kind of faded from the conversation. Away. I don't even think anyone's talking about him as a possibility at this point anymore. Christy Noem's still in the mix. Uh, um, I think Elise Stefanik has gotten in the mix with yeah. her questioning. Uh, she's obviously been a big Trump supporter Car- in Carrie the Lake event. Is, is focusing still on, on the, the Senate. She's, well, yeah. she's, she's focusing on her Senate run, I believe, at least for now. That's so. right. Uh, if she were governor, I think she would be at the very top of the list. Um, she's running for Senate, obviously, in Arizona. I, I, I think Sarah Huckabee Sanders, is in the event that Trump decides he wants to go with a woman, I think Sarah Huckabee Sanders is out there. Uh, I, I would put in my own backyard here, I know she's running for re-election, I like her a lot, um, Marsha Blackburn. Uh, I would I would float as somebody that might be yeah. uh, in that mix. She has a good relationship with uh, with Trump. Has been very supportive of him. She's running for re-election uh, in the Senate. I think there are a bunch of people out there that would be in the mix. DeSantis is the only person that I feel comfortable saying he wouldn't take it. Right? I think a lot of other people. Well, Chris Christie's not going to get it. I don't know. I even think Chris Christie would take it. Honestly, even though he hates Trump, uh, he's not going to get it offered. DeSantis is the only guy I can think of. Brian Kemp at Georgia, I don't think would take it. They obviously don't get along, so I don't think he's going to get the offer. And it also, in terms of of the election itself, I don't think it matters all that much who the vice president is. It will matter a whole lot more if we had a Trump victory and then he gets two years in, and then all of a sudden you realize he's you know on the way out, and the vice president you would think would be the party's nominee. Yeah, I want to give credit to my father-in-law here, Buck, because I had somehow missed this. We've talked a lot about the idea of Biden stepping down uh, if he is reelected, because then you get Kamala Harris to run. Remember, Kamala, he would not be able to step down and allow Kamala to run for two terms until after two years of his term was uh, was fulfilled. I had totally forgotten this. 
you can be uh, vice president elevated to president and run for two terms, but only if you are elevated to president uh, for two years of less. Two it's years like or the less. thing in the sports where you have the eligibility years, right? Yes. You, yes. yes. But I, I, I had forgotten about that. I was talking about it with my father-in-law uh, recently. That's a good catch. Yeah, very good point, because so Biden would have to serve two years and a day, and then Kamala Harris could serve one well, year, 364 I, days, if she were to be elevated and still run twice. I, I still think that they would, they would, uh, that he wouldn't get to the two year mark. I think that, meaning that he would just hand over term one wholesale to Kamala. And yeah, give well, her that could possibly be true, to, but then she would only have one term she right. could run for. All right. Tell me about Barbie. You tease that you, as yes. a huge aficionado of the Barbie franchise, wow, spent your weekend making sure. I know you blocked off four hours to watch it back to back. Make sure End that you had loved it. I just want all the Lord of the Rings fans to notice that he even hit me <laughs> for the extended edition Lord of the Rings at Clay Travis on Twitter. If you want to light him up, uh, Clay, I'm honest to God, I sat down with Carrie, and I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna make it through, honey. We couldn't. We we got. I think. 30 minutes into it, I was like, I can't do it anymore. Really? I can't do it anymore. It's so bad. It was so bad. I I, I, I don't know. Did I'm, she I'm not, not like it either, this. or did she keep watching? Oh, no. She hated it, too. We, we oh, did wow. not make it more than 30 minutes in. The Barbie movie was worse than the Ferrari movie. I didn't even think that was possible. I didn't even think that was a thing that could happen in the space-time continuum with the flux capacitor. Well, to be fair to everybody out there... I did watch, I mentioned this, a romantic comedy on the airplane flight back from Australia. Love Actually. I thought it was pretty wow. good, Buck. You, I hadn't seen it. It's been out for your 20 man years. Card and you don't even realize it. That I, man card is toast. I laughed out loud a lot of times during that movie. I didn't think it was bad. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, he's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.